0: All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Monday, March 15th. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. I'm doing it live. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat, if you you might have forgot there for a second, Clayton. Sorry, sorry. I mean, technically, I am doing it live. You are also doing it
1: live. We are both doing it live. Right. It's so inefficient, though, if if we start every show with you saying, I'm Clayton, and I'm doing it live, and then I'm Pat, and I'm doing it live. That's it. extra sentence
0: yeah too much redundancy yeah we don't need no nope, so over again big big national holiday mm-hmm oscar nom nom noms came out today so a little bad uh scheduling with us losing an hour don't know if i love that
1: yeah i mean i've heard that complaint a lot and you know i, I kind of feel like Suck it up, deal with it. It's the Oscar nom nom noms morning. If if they decide you're getting up at 3:15 in the morning, uh, happily with a smile on my face, I'm getting up at 3:15 in the morning to hear the nom nom noms first.
0: Well, that's that's a thing. It's it's a plus actually because it's one hour closer than it usually is. Mm-hmm. If someone told you you would
1: Santa would come one hour earlier, you would not be complaining about that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we you have to go into Nom Nom Noms Day with a childlike mindset, and uh, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra Jonas this morning played the role of Santa Claus, and they gave us a bag full of Oscar Nom Nom Noms. I'm excited to talk about it, but I guess we'll do the top five of the box office first, yeah, before we chow down on the Nom Nom Noms.
0: So I'm going to, like we did last week, Mm -hmm. I'm going to just rip through these, and then we can go
1: back and talk about them if we feel the need to. Yeah, listeners love that. A lot of great feedback on how we ripped through the top five last week and went back afterwards. A lot of great response, and so let's do it again.
0: Because we – this is the need-to-know information. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're confident enough that people will stick around. We're, this isn't the weather. We're not waiting to the end to give you what you actually want. We're right. giving you up top, and we are confident people are going to stay and listen to what we have to say. We're of just course. that confident. Of course. So number one, second weekend in a row, we've got Raya and the Last Dragon, $5.7 million. $5.7 million. It only dropped 33%, and there's a theater change of an additional 118 theaters. It is now at 16 million. Number two, Mm -hmm. we're not talking about them. We're ripping through them. Ripping through. Number two, Tom and Jerry's. This is third weekend, $4 million, down 38%. Losing theaters, lost 109, but a tidy cum of 28.1, which is great. Number three is Chaos Walking, staying at number three from last weekend. 2.2 million, down 40%, added 15 theaters, 6.9 million in its second weekend. Number four, Boogie, staying staying, uh, hard at four, 778,000, down 35%, added 20 theaters at 2.3 CUME. And then number five, the crudes, a new age, 540,000 dollars, down 31 percent, losing theaters, 164 theaters it dropped. And it is now at 54.3 million in its 16th week. I think creeping up on tenant, 57. 58, I guess we were saying. 58 is where we're aiming. Mm-hmm. It could,
1: it could. L.A.'s opening soon. Yeah. I mean, we said last week the Croods has got to make its bones in these next four weeks or so before other big, big movies really start opening up. But I think the Croods could do it. I mean, we try and stay above the fray, but I'm, i listen, I'm rooting for the Croods to do it, to pass Tenet. And, you know, if the Croods does it, I think it'll get some collapse on this show. That's, that's all I'll say. So, number one, Raya,
0: again. Mm-hmm. You know we're looking at 16 million in the number two spot. Nothing to really write home about. No. Uh, Tom and Jerry nipping at its heels. I mean, there's no wide releases coming out next weekend. Of course, there's the Snyder Cut dropping on HBO Max. So I think that's going to take up a lot of people's minds right. and their eyes. Right. And Tom and Jerry could overtake Raya. It's, it's definitely possible. Like, Tom and Jerry is just a strong IP at the moment.
1: Right. You know, so it's interesting. The Snyder Cut is coming to HBO Max this Thursday. Tom and Jerry is both in theaters and on HBO Max as we speak. I wonder what kind of effect... The Snyder cut, bringing all the Snyder boys to HBO Max, might have on Tom and Jerry's box office. You know, it could be a situation where you have kids at home who this weekend are like, "I want to watch Tom and Jerry. I want to watch Tom and Jerry." You know, dad, older brother, whoever's in the house, I want to watch Tom and Jerry. And those, you know, that that guy, that Snyder guy is looking at that child who is in his home, and he's saying, this TV is for Snyder Cut only this weekend. HBO Max this weekend is a Snyder Cut device. This movie is historically long. No one really knows how long it takes to watch a Snyder Cut. And this could be a situation where the Snyder boys in the house, the Snyder bros, the Snyder guys, the Snyder people they send these children to the theaters to watch Tom and Jerry instead of watching it at home on HBO Max. So I I could see that. I could see the Snyder cut on HBO driving children away from the home and to the theater. Yeah,
0: I think if you get these men, and I mean, they're predominantly men, Mm -hmm. the Snyder bros, Yeah, the amount of tweeting mm-hmm. and posting and redditing and 4 mm-hmm. they're going to do about this movie, it would be worrisome if they did it in front of their children. Yes. And it could be bordering on abuse. Yes. So to dodge that, to dodge that whole uh, uh, abuse situation, they're sending the kids away. They're sending yes. the kids to Tom and Jerry. And I think that's good. I would yes. rather have a parent that would do that than keep me home and have me absorb
1: that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean this is both a prediction and maybe a call out to our, you know, our listeners who happen to be Snyder boys, Snyder guys, Snyder people. People who plan to do a lot of redditing this weekend, a lot of you know, uh, uh, hashtagging and tweeting about the Snyder Cut, send your kids elsewhere this weekend. You know, mask them up, head them, you know, put, put 20 bucks in their pocket and give them a map, show them on the map where the closest theater is and send them to Tom and Jerry rather than having that kid be in the room while you do whatever it is you need to do while you watch the Snyder Cut.
0: Yeah, and I, with these ticketing services the way they are, say you're AMC member, mm-hmm. you just you, you book a ticket for your kid, hand them your cell phone, and say, "Here you go." Right. I mean, directions th- to well, the theater. Sitting, you can sit in the seat. Everything's yeah. taken care of. They could bring popcorn to you because you can order ahead of time. It's it's perfect.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're gonna need their phone though because they're gonna have to tweet throughout this night or not. So th- not, th- dude, from their. You don't have a separate phone you tweet and Reddit from. Right. That's true. That's true. If you're a Snyder people, you're probably going to have a Snyder specific uh, uh, social media device. That's true.
0: Separate VPN and everything. Right. Right. You can't yes, have I- your one VPN knowing what you're doing on your other VPN. Mm hmm. Yeah. You got to keep the VPN that.
1: separate. I could see that. I could see the Snyder cut pushing some people away from HBO Max of watching of Tom and Jerry, and they have to watch Tom and Jerry in the theater. I, I, I definitely could see that happening. So with that said, you know, do we think this coming weekend is the weekend where the flip-flop happens and Tom and Jerry could overtake Raya at the box office? I think so. I think there's zero buzz for
0: Raya. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it doesn't seem to have captured the zeitgeist in any way. It's available on Disney Plus at mm-hmm. twenty nine ninety nine. I think parents are willing to pay that. So I I, I don't see, th- I think Tom and Jerry is still a hot property. Yeah. And the thing with Tom and Jerry is, we're going to talk about this with a, with a HBO Max movie that got a lot of nom nom noms today. It's not going to be in homes forever. So you're going to get a rush of people going to the theater to see Tom and Jerry again because they won't be able to see it at home.
1: Right. Yeah, and with Raya, which is available on PVOD on Disney Plus, there isn't a, a a Snyder cut type, you know, uh, uh, Reddit property that is on Disney Plus right now that's going to drive kids away from Disney Plus. You know, so like the Raya kids will have Disney Plus you know, safely available to them this weekend. Whereas the Tom and Jerry kids, HBO Max is about to become a, a cesspool this weekend. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no judgment on that. You know, I'm just using cesspool as a descriptive, not as a, a, a pejorative, you know, a pejorative. So, it, but HBO Max this weekend will definitively be a cesspool with the Snyder cut on it. And so I think the Tom and Jerry kids, they have to leave the house. The Riot kids, they could stay at home and they could go to Disney+. Plus.
0: Adult swimmers only for HBO Max this weekend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you think there are people that are, we're an HBO Max house or we're a Disney Plus house? Do you think there's that line that people draw?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, Disney Plus is Marvel and HBO Max is DC. Oh, you're so, right. So absolutely there's that line drawn. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think this weekend is clearly that line. It's, it's you know, the Snyder guys, the Snyder bros, the Snyder people. People they are taking over HBO Max this weekend. Whereas yeah, I think Riot is going to have free reign on Disney Plus. There's you know nothing no cesspooling material to crowd the kids out there. So yeah, I I think I think Tom and Jerry kids are going to have to go to the theater. And yeah, Raya is, like you said, there's no buzz, 16 million total. I mean, we were thinking Raya could have opened over that opening weekend. So it's definitely. I mean, I said 20. Yeah. I was surely mistaken. So that's a disappointment. So yeah, let's both, we're both in agreement, I think. This is the weekend. Tom and Jerry gets back to number one. So what are we thinking about these relatively strong holds
0: for Chaos Walking and Boogie?
1: Yeah, those are great. I mean, I would have said it's because theaters are opening up, you know, more and more every weekend, but you're not seeing these screen counts go up that much. You know, Chaos Walking and Boogie, they only added 15 and 20 theaters apiece. So it's not that. I mean, I think there is something to, like we were saying, every weekend more and more people are going to be vaccinated and the more people were vaccinated that's more people who are starting to go back to the movies so hopefully these these holds you know stay pretty well because of that i mean i think boogie's a movie that people probably have interest in and mm-hmm. chaos walking i mean that is a bomb but it's not a crazy drop 40% so i guess you know, there's some interest in seeing Spider-Man guy in a non-Spider-Man movie, a little bit. And it's
0: a, it's a new movie. So, because we're right. looking at everything else, down here, closer to the bottom, Marksman is, you know, number seven, nine weeks in the theater. Right. Wonder Woman, at number nine, ha- is things. 12. Yeah, t- Little Things, seven weeks in the theater. Right. Wonder Woman, 12. So... You need some fresh blood. And I think
1: chaos is fresh enough. Yet, if we look at this top five, and we look at what the greatest hold is amongst the movies in the top five, it's The Croods and New Age at number five, only dropping 31%. And this movie has been out for now 16 weeks. Yeah, I mean, the the thing with that is that I
0: think there's the only thing that Trump's new is classic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is a beloved classic at this point. Yes, yes. So I feel like that gives it. And Tom and Jerry will be in that boat as well. I we were will see Tom and Jerry for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yes. Um, so so I think that's the difference. That's so, the difference there. No one's going to call uh, the Marksman a classic.
1: No. No. And yeah, so this top five is exactly the same as it was last week. Same order. There's no big new releases coming to theaters this week. Of course, the Snyder Cut is the biggest new movie this weekend, but it's only on HBO Max streaming. So, I mean, I think this coming weekend we've got the same top five movies. And it's just a flip-flop of Tom and Jerry goes to number one and Raya falls to number two do you see any difference this coming weekend?
0: I mean there's a possibility the crude's uh takes over boogie. Mhm. Boogie's spot. That's that's definitely a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz you look at those numbers. Boogie's at 778. Uh 1000 crude's at 540. So I could see that.
1: Right. Yeah, I could that see could that happen. happening. Um anything else worth noting about anything else here in this past box office weekend
0: well to segue into our next topic the oscar nom nom noms a film that had a lot of nom nom noms comes in at number eight the father Mm. the anthony hopkins olivia coleman film which made four hundred and thirty three thousand dollars in eight hundred and sixty five theaters so there's 500 bucks a theater. This is the first weekend that it's opening wide. This is the first chance that regular moviegoers are getting to see this film. Right. And, you know, I wonder, here's the thing. This last weekend, no Oscar nom-nom-noms. Although, I think if you saw this movie, you're seeing it because it was an Oscar lock. Not necessarily what? to be Best Picture, but he's a lock. Olivia Colman was a lock. So you're going to see this movie because... You want to get a head start on the Oscar stuff, so I oh, think right. that's really this might get a bump because of awareness, but I don't know. Can it get itself uh, higher than eight?
1: Yeah, I mean, it got a lot of nom nom noms today. It got the best actor. It got best picture. Right. Let me. I'm gonna bring up the nominees list here from a Variety article, is what I'm looking at, and The Father is up for best picture. Not up for best director, and it got best actor and, and best supporting actress. Um, you know, I mean, this though is one of those movies that gets an Oscar nomin you know, a bunch of Oscar nominations every year and still mainly plays to the art house. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of like The Wife. You know, it's a very Sony classic pictures spot where the Oscar nominations could only do so much because there's always going to be a ceiling for a movie this indie and stodgy. You know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is gonna be one of the movies that does you know, Bafa Bobo from the nom nom noms.
0: Well I think it was smart It'll to help. put this I think it was smart to put this out this weekend because New York is open. Mm-hmm. Limited capacity, but still, New York City is open, and right. then LA is coming up. So you're right. gonna get
1: those are the people that are gonna go see the Father predominantly. Right, right. the cinephiles, and you know the 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 upper East Siders, Those are gonna be the ones who get to this. You got to get this playing at like you know the theater on Third uh, uh, Avenue and 84th Street. That has this has to be playing there soon. Yeah. Well,
0: let's go. Let's go through these noms. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have you do it cuz you,
1: you 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 seem to have it up. All right, so you want to do best picture, the big one. Start off with the big one. Why not? People are going to See that's the thing. People are going
0: to still stay and listen. It's not like they're going to leave.
1: Thank so God go for the big aware. one first. All right, so the movie's nominated for best picture this year are the aforementioned The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. So those are the best picture movies. A very quick look. Which movies of those are going to be available in theaters at all? So The Father will be. Judas and the Black Messiah is still in theaters. At number 12 currently. And is... As of today, no longer available on HBO Max. The 30-day window is over. They pulled it. It is only in theaters. So that um, is the most likely to get a bump. Yes.
0: That and We're, The Father are most likely to get the nom-nom-nom bump. Although, the honest truth is, nom-nom-noms don't usually get you a bump. It's the win that gets you the bump. The winds get
1: you the big bump. I mean, a movie that gets a lot of nom-nom-noms, I think it definitely helps. You know, and Judas got a lot, and it got big ones. It got Best Picture and two actors. So I do think that that is a huge, huge possible bump for that movie. I mean, just look at some of the other movies, like Mank is Netflix only. Um, Sound of Metal is Amazon Prime only, no theater. Trial of Chicago 7 is a Netflix only. Is pro- So Promising Young Woman is still in theaters. Nomadland is... Is that in theaters? It or is, is it only in li- Hulu.
0: It, it, no, it's in limited theaters as well, but it's not showing up on the chart. And that's uh, because they're not the company behind it. I think that's mm. Fox, correct? Or no? Who is it? Let's see. Who's doing Nomadland?
1: I think you're probably right since it's on Hulu. It's like uh, a
0: Fox searchlight.
1: Let's see. I am looking it up now. Or a but focus I, I think, feature. I think that is a movie that um, is not going to do any theatrical business, really. Well, they're are watching they're... it. You're watching on streaming. It's Searchlight Pictures, so yeah, it's, it's uh, a- And they're
0: not also not g- giving any numbers to mm. to. Uh, th- they're not reporting. They're not reporting Nomadland, so we won't see it on the chart.
1: Right. I mean the the only movies out of best picture that i think could get any kind of significant bump are going to be promising young woman and judas Mm -hmm. i mean minari is a pvod movie you know i mean i think all of these movies are going to get pvod or streaming bumps I mean, I think Promising a Woman is going to get a huge bump on uh, PVOD. I wish wish we had those numbers because I'm sure it would be fascinating to look at last week to this week. And I do believe it's
0: dropping price soon, where it's going to be a $5.99 rental.
1: Right, right. Which is good timing. I mean, I—and that is such a buzzy movie, and it got Best Actress. It got, you know, Best Picture, Best Director— I think that and Judas are going to get bumps. Now, here's something to throw out there. Judas and the Black Messiah, all these Oscar nom nom noms, got two big acting nom nom noms uh, for Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield. And it's coming off of HBO Max today. Is this going to drive people insane I mean, is this is is this is this, is this out of control that they put it up there and now they're taking it off the day it gets a best picture? Nom, nom, nom. The timing for this is really bad because they have been pushing this film on their
0: platform mm-hmm. for a whole month. Yep. And you go there and they have been doing a countdown, two more days, three more days, whatever. But people don't read that. They're just going to see no. that it's on there and think, oh, I'll watch that later. I'll watch it after the nominations. Let me see how many nom nom noms it gets.
1: I'll watch it after Snyder Cut.
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah. And so they're thinking, I'll watch this. And then today comes. Mm -hmm. Big, big day for Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm -hmm. Tonight, you know what I'm watching? Judas and the Black Messiah. Go to HBO Max. Uh -uh. Not there. Yep.
1: Fury. Fury. Yep. 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 I mean, I have firsthand experience in this. My mom saw the Oscar nom-nom-noms, asked specifically about Judas. Is this movie on one of the channels that I get? And I had a, I had to say to her. Oh, your poor that, mom. As her only son. Ugh. Not her only sibling, but... I mean, not her only child, but her only son. As her only yeah. son, I had to say you were the one. Oh, i had to text back you had access to judas on your hbo max until yesterday
0: oh, oh. and now the
1: 30 30- mom mom oh. the 30 day window has now ended and judas and the black messiah is only in theaters mom and after it's had a run in theaters, it will then go to PVOD. And mom, mom, after PVOD, it may go back to HBO max, but this may not be for over a year. And I had to text this to her. How do you do something like that? And just even re, you know, reliving that text conversation with my mother, Mhm. It makes me have an animosity towards Warner Media and HBO Max and the fact that my mother is no longer able to watch Judas and the Black Messiah on HBO Max ahead of the Academy Awards. That has been taken from her. And, and let me let me say something real quick.
0: Your mother is a saint. Now mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that because not all mothers are saints. I'm not saying that because all mothers are saints. Mothers are... No. I'm very harsh with mothers. Mm -hmm. My opinion of mothers varies greatly. Mm -hmm. Your mother is a saint. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you had to say that to her, break her heart in that way. Yep. It's devastating. Mm -hmm. All because of a dumb release schedule that they had control over. That's the other thing. They could have released that film in a in a different way so that people still had at least a week to watch it after the Nom Nom Noms came out. They know when the Oscar Nom Nom Noms come out. They know.
1: It's so crazy. This isn't news to them. And aside from just my mom, who is a saint, but she's not the only part of the story here. Mm-hmm. There's moms all over the country, some saints, some sinners, some devils, who are experiencing well, the good, same thing. There's good Terminators, there's bad Terminators, and there's neutral Terminators. Yep. As said by someone we'll be talking about very soon. Um, and those moms also, if they have a subscription to HBO Max, they should have been able to, after these nom nom nom, sit down tonight and catch up and watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Also, Warner Media, there's a lot of Oscar voters who... Yeah, you could send them screeners and you could send them, here's the password to get into a FTP site and download a a digital screener of Judas and the Black Messiah. They would have rather just watched it on HBO Max before they voted for Best Picture. And now those voters are not going to be able to do that. That is insane to me that you would take it off of a streaming service as people are voting for the Academy Awards. And how fitting mm-hmm.
0: that a movie about betrayal, mm-hmm. with Judas in the title, yep. would betray so many subscribers. Yep. In that way. Yep. It's despicable. It's it's despicable. Yeah. I'm saying it. Yeah. And you know, here's here's we haven't done this for a while, but I'm gonna cut the shit. This is a cut the shit moment. Great. And I'm gonna say this to HBO Max. Put this film back on your platform. Go to the filmmakers, because I know there's contracts. Believe me, I know there's contracts, okay? Mm-hmm. But don't you think your filmmakers want their film to be seen by the most people at this point? Because we're looking at the we look at the, how much money it made initially in theaters. Not a box office power. People were not going to leave their homes to see this film. Maybe a few more will now. But I don't think enough to make it worth it monetarily as opposed to goodwill that you could accrue by saying, you know what, we're going to put this on Max until the Oscars. And then after it wins a bunch of Oscars, then have people go to the theater. Once it wins Oscars, it could go off on Oscar night. Yes, yes. But HBO Max, you need to cut the shit and do that.
1: Yes, that could be a great moment where... Uh, you know, the the producer, who I think Ryan Kugler, yes, Ryan Kugler is one of the producers of Judas and the Black Messiah. So this big wins time. Best Picture, which, you know what? I love this movie. I, I It's one of the ones I'm rooting for. So Judas wins Best Picture, and Ryan Coogler gets on that stage, and he gets to say it is off of HBO Max as of now. Now go to theaters. That's a big moment. You mm-hmm. know, when people have had at that point you've had, you know, the six weeks between nom 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 day and the Oscar telecast to watch on HBO Max. Like even even as far as my mother goes, if if this was on between now and the Oscars and she didn't watch it on HBO Max then, I would that's say on her. that's on her. That's on her. Mom, you're a saint, but you know, you should have watched it once it got all the nom nom noms. But and she but, would get it. And she would have watched it. She would have watched it by then. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, absolutely. I
0: mean I mean I think that's what HBO Max has to do, but you know again, HBO Max is just they just they their thought process is is just not
1: logical. Yeah. Um another thing to go over here looking at all these movies, I mean it's interesting that Mank and Trial of the Chicago 7 are the two Netflix movies here. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else is either Studios or um, are there any other streamers? Sound of Metal is Prime. That's a streamer, yeah. And then Mank and Trial of the Chicago 7 are both the Netflix movies. And, I mean, I know we're not doing our predictions episode yet, but... I think it's pretty clear neither of those are going to win Best Picture.
0: Mank has no chance. Mank has has zero chance. chance.
1: And I would say Trial of Chicago 7 also has no chance because moving on to Best Director, the nominees are Thomas Wittenberg for Another Round, David Fincher for Mank, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. Aaron Zorkin didn't get a nom 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 for Chicago 7. So I think that movie's dead in the water now. Mhm. And it's it's interesting. It's going to be another year where Netflix doesn't win Best Picture and they tried. They're such tryhards. I think they're starting to get their reputation now as like annoyingly tryhards and because of that they're never going to win it. Yeah. Well, um, I think Mank gets blanked. Oh, Mank gets blank. I mean, listen, Mank stank. You know, mm-hmm. b- between us, Mank stank. And Mank deserves to be blank.
0: Yeah. Um, so
1: I, I think that's... in. And Trial maybe gets won. I mean, I guess it's... Trial, the only thing I could see it winning is if Zorkin wins original screenplay, which we could just jump quickly to, though, to that category... The five nominees for original screenplay are Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of the Chicago 7. I think Promising Young Woman could win that one. Mm -hmm. I think Emerald Fennel, who directed that, could win. I mean, Sorkin, I am going to start to feel like Trial of the Chicago 7 is going to just, as these next few weeks go on, just turn into a huge also ran. Well, because the the focus on that film
0: was Zorkin, yeah, and then Sasha Baron Cohen, who now is more behind Borat, right, two than he is behind Chicago Seven. the 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 talk is about Borat because of its adapted screenplay, nom nom nom, and because of his co stars. Supporting actress, nom, nom, nom. Right. So I think the narrative is going to be, uh, well, Sasha will get maybe something because of this, like because of the screenplay, or, you know, one of those victories where his co-star wins and he's happy. Right. And you're not really going to hear about him as supporting actor. Right. Not as much, I don't think. It'll still yeah. be part of the narrative, but it's not. It's not going to be the focus. People really love Borat more than they love Seven. Yeah,
1: I think Chicago Seven, it that and Man kind of feel like the Irishman last year. You know, where it's it's the movie that got a ton of nominations, and on day one, you knew it wasn't going to win anything. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But that movie, it just feels like it came out so long ago, and it's got no buzz behind it, but we'll see. Um, all right, let's go to the acting categories. So Best Actor, Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman, Mank Stank, and then Steven Yoon for Minari. I mean, the, the lockiest luckiest category I think of the night Chadwick Boseman is going to win that. We'll we'll give our predictions as we get closer, closer to the Oscars, but I think But you can bank on that. Yeah. And nothing there I think is really going to change box office best actress Viola Davis, Rainey, Andre Day United States versus Billy Holiday, which I think is on Hulu now. It's on Wait, a I'm sorry, streamer. what? What uh, what film? Andre Day The United States versus Billy Holiday. V. Billie Holiday. Oh, um, yes. I do believe that's a streaming film. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby, Piece of Woman, is on Netflix. France McDormand, Nomadland, is on Hulu. Carrie Mulligan, Promising a Woman, is in theaters and PVOD. And again, I think Promising a Woman is one of the only movies that's going to like make more money because of the nom nom noms. Um, let's see. Supporting Actor, Sasha Baron Cohen, Trial Chicago 7. Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. He's the favorite right now. Leslie Odom Jr., One Night Miami. Paul Racy, Sound of Metal, movie we both loved. And Lakeith Stanfield, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, Here's something I want to throw out on some of these acting categories is do we think that There are some people who got nominated, and their nom-nom-noms will help turn them into stars. Because I have a few people in mind who I think the nom-nom-noms are going to be part of them becoming big movie stars, in as much as anyone's a movie star anymore.
0: I I mean, I was going to say, this is like uh, movie star... We can have this whole argument. I mean, nobody's going to be Leo. None of these people are going to
1: turn out to be Leo. No, there's no Leos and Denzels. That's not how the environment works anymore. But it will add star power to them. I mean, I think Stanfield is someone who is like got movie star charisma. And this surprise nom, 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 I think is pretty big for him. I think seeing him at the Oscars, whatever that's going to be, is a big feather.
0: It it would just be finding a vehicle. It'll just be finding a vehicle that's not a
1: Marvel movie for this guy. Right. right. Well, I mean, listen, I think we mentioned this before. Joker. Well, yes. H- him winning an Oscar in
0: in 3 years for Joker. Yep. would be the best case scenario for him. Yeah.
1: Um and then I think Riz Ahmed who's up for sound to metal best actor I mean, to me, that's a hunky guy. That's a future movie star in whatever movie stardom is. Um,
0: I-, I will say that this adds to his star power. I will not utter the word movie star. It's because you know how different we are about this. No, it's I put quotes around it. It's it's you nobody know, sees star, that when you put quotes about it. It doesn't sound like it in your they voice.
1: Hear they hear it. The listener. You need know. to
0: say it like movie star or or, i don't know say it with quotes around i'm not good with that because i don't do that because i'm you know i'm a straight talk express right right that's true
1: uh all right last acting category this is one that i just want us to talk about what we think and hope is going to happen here best supporting actress the nominees are maria bakalova for borat two Olivia Coleman for the father, Amanda Seyfried for Manc Stank, uh Yujung Yoon for Minari, and saving the best for last, as Mama, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people now are saying this is Glenn's year. Amazing. And it could be. I mean, it's. I mean, this is the where the narrative lies. I feel like. In mm-hmm. this race is can she overcome Coleman who defeated her two years ago? Yep. Can she finally get one? Mm-hmm. Can she finally get one for a divisive movie, a movie that media wise is divisive, not amongst us, not divisive at all. But, uh, I think that that is such an interesting narrative and the, the problem with this is like the Hillbilly Elegy was on Netflix and it was only in limited theaters like Netflix does, you know, occasionally, you know, put out it. Maybe I think like a two weeks before it came out on Netflix, but nothing that was reported. So this isn't going to help any
1: sort of box office. No, for her. I don't think any anything in this category could help box office. I mean, this is the most interesting Oscar race. And, you know, Hillbilly Elegy is another one of those Netflix movies that was designed to be the Oscar movie.
0: Because that's you know? a Ron
1: Howard film.
0: So the the assumption was maybe he gets a director Nom Nom right. Nom. I mean, the um, best picture. Amy Adams. Did, yeah. Best picture. Amy Adams did not get a Nom 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 for best actress in this. Right.
1: So, you know, Hill, it's another one of those like Netflix you you look at what they had lined up in the fall, and it's like three or four movies that you assume one of these is going to win five Oscars and win Best Picture. Um, but you know what? All that aside, I mean, Hillbilly Elegy is a movie that we thought was a fun roller coaster ride. It was to to I think to both of us the most exciting, uh, uh, action packed movie we saw all year. Uh huh. And it's a movie that plays well in the Stacks, plays well to the Earth Dogs. You know, it's... Plain Billies. The Plain Billies. And I think that whatever viewership you get on this Oscar telecast, which is probably going to be pretty low, I think the majority of the viewership that you're getting from the Plain Billies, from the Earth Dogs, from the Stacks Dwellers, they're there to see... Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. That's the draw.
0: Yeah, and and you mentioned the ratings. Now, the ratings in these are going to be abysmal. Yes. Because the Golden Globes was abysmal. The Mm -hmm. Grammys last night were abysmal. Mm -hmm. And this, the Oscars, is going to be even more abysmal because congratulations to all the nominated films and performers. There's nothing here
1: that people are very excited to root for. Well, the thing is, there was no box office. And on one hand, all of these movies were so much more available than most movies ever are when they're up for an Oscar. In the sense that you could watch so many of these at home. But what makes a movie popular is when people, they look in their newspaper on Monday morning, or more likely... They listen to B.O. Boys on Monday evening, and they see what movie made Baffa Bobo at the theater that weekend. And then (laughs) they go see it, and they feel like they're a part of it. And that's when a movie gets people excited to watch it at the Oscars. And I think it's not even so much that, oh, this movie wasn't exciting, that wasn't exciting. There was no box office this year. So you're not looking and seeing... Oh, this movie made 500 million. This made 200 million. I saw this in the theater a few weeks ago. And that's going to be why people aren't as excited for this Oscars because there's no and, box office.
0: And also none of these big like, you know, when you got Black Panther getting a nom 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 a couple years ago. Right. That was a huge blockbuster film. Right. And none of the big blockbuster films actually came out, so you're not going to get those populist films in the Oscars this year.
1: Right. And because they didn't come out and they didn't recognize the few blockbusters that did come out. And, you know, I overall like these nominations, but you want people to watch this telecast. You should have nominated bad boys for life. The biggest movie of the year, you know, get Will Smith in there for best actor. The guy who's doing career work in this movie, his most famous role, He could have been up there for best actor. And I think Jim Carrey getting a supporting nom 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 um, for Sonic the Hedgehog would have went a long way towards reminding people there were blockbusters this year. Maybe it was a long time ago. It was January, February of 2020, but there were a few blockbusters. Those two movies should have been nominated based on box office alone.
0: And what about your girl Elizabeth Moss?
1: Yeah, Invisible that one. Is, that one is crazy. That she. Didn't it's not so a, crazy. It's not so crazy. Anyway, she was a, a movie star, one of the few big hits of the oh year. Should have got a Best Actress nom, nom, nom.
0: Movie but, star.
1: But yes, yeah, Sonic and Bad Boys for Life. I think both should have got Best Picture nom, nom, noms. And Will Smith and Jim Carrey should have got acting nom, nom, noms. And you would have got a lot more people watching this ceremony. It's true.
0: It's very true. But we're going to be talking a lot more about the Oscars as you know, as things develop, yep. as the races tighten. But, Pat, I think otherwise, you know, I think we did it.
1: Yeah, we really did it. I mean, I think we've done pretty much everything we needed to do. Is there anything that you could think of that we need to do?
0: No. I think you could just tell us where... They can find us um, and where they, I mean, we, we didn't talk about snubs. I, I think this is a year where there wasn't m- too many snubs that people are up in arms about Delroy Lindo, of course, for f- the five bloods, but we, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some people are saying Tom Hanks for news of the world, bad film, bad performance. So not a surprise.
1: Um, But email us what you think was snubbed. I mean, we both think Delroy Lindo was the big snub. So email us your snubs, your flubs, and, you know, if you've done some voiceover work, your dubs to the B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the Oscar nom nom noms and how those nom nom noms will affect the B.O. Um Clayton, there's one other thing I forgot oh, okay. to mention, I t- and that is the Jake Fogelness Patreon. We got to go. We got to go. So here is something that I really enjoyed on the Jake Fogelness Patreon. Um, this was yesterday. It was Jake Fogelness' birthday on Sunday, March 14th, and he wrote a post about turning 42 And I'm someone who has not turned 42. Hope to someday. Long into the future. Hope to turn 42. But on his Patreon. He wrote a. Beautiful. Unique. Interesting. Safe. And I have to stress this. Like everything about the Jake Fulton. Patreon makes you feel safe. Post. About turning 42. Um, And you know. It's a post that. He touches on history. He touches on his history as the host and creator and star and producer and writer and director of Squirt TV and how Squirt TV led to clips from Squirt TV and commentaries on Squirt TV. And he talks about how that past has led to his future, which includes running the Jake Bolden Patreon where myself and other like-minded individuals could gather in a safe, fun, unique environment to enjoy some really cool stuff that's happening there. And it's a post about age and life and creativity and art and commerce that really inspired me and really... Made me feel glad that that is the place. This Patreon, this Jake Foldness Patreon, is where I am devoting so much of my time and my energy and my monetary resources. And why it reminded me why I want to be there and why I want all of you to join me there. So I would say go there, become part of the Patreon, read Jake Foldness's post about turning 42 you know and whether you have turned 42 or like me you hope to turn 42 someday long into the future um, it's going to strike you the way it struck me it, it will and uh, you know just join me there and, and experience it alright well
0: I think there's nothing left to say but until next time Will smell smell you at the box box office. office. Nailed Nailed it.